The wait is over. Over. Tell everyone you know. This is the key to your weekend. You're listening to Three Grams and a Mic podcast live from Australia. A new perspective on professional sports with your hosts, Cal, Axel, and Cotto. Click, listen, and enjoy. Good afternoon, I'm Graham Cotton and welcome to the Three Grahams and a Mic podcast. I'm joined by co-hosts Graham Kelly and Graham Foley. G'day gentlemen, welcome to finals weekend, almost. Frosty finals weekend. Oh, it's <laughs> freezing out there today. I believe we'd be almost ready, readying ourselves for a grand final. Normal. Grand normal fi- AF- AFL grand final day today. Yeah. Oh, it would have been. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Last weekend in September. Wow. Terrible news, guys, in the last few days. Uh, Australian cricketer Dean Jones um, unfortunately passed away, I think, Friday our time. Um, Dean Jones was a former batsman for Australia. He'll be remembered as one of the favourite sporting sons with uh, a number of glowing tributes in recent days, papers, newspapers and also in and on TV. He died from a cardiac arrest on Thursday at a hotel in India where he was working as a cricket Pundit, they say here, for Star India. He was 59 years of age. Uh, Dean Jones was brought back to life twice by Brett Lee in a courageous attempt to save the legend, the Australian batting legend, who unfortunately died. Big shock. Mm, very, was, very sad. He was a bloody good cricketer. <laughs> really good cricketer. Outstanding And he, cricketer. he really, oh, I think he changed the one-day game, the way he way he played. No doubt. He was, the, he was an entertainer. Yep. Yeah, the way he batted, the way he fielded. Yeah. yeah. Running between the wickets. Like yes. He transformed that, really. He'd just take the fieldsman on. Glenn Maxwell reminds me of Dean Jones, probably on a number of levels, because Jones was a bit of a polarising guy as a player. Um, and, and he probably didn't play as many tests for Australia as he should have. And you always got the feel from the outside was because he wasn't one of the boys, yeah. didn't. Yeah, he was his own guy and, and followed. But um, Maxwell sort of feels... A little bit like that yeah, as well. He's, he's, he's been in and out of the test side. Yeah, unique yeah. character. Yeah. No doubt about his skill. It's um, a very good comparison because I've heard that as well, that Dean Jones didn't feel like he, he should have belonged in the team. Yeah. No. His whole career. Even, I think in his third test, he got 200 in India in oppressive conditions that other people struggled to even... Chennai, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was when Border said he was 150 or something and collapsed in, um, yeah, mm. in the dressing room. So yeah. I reckon he got in an ice bath and he said it felt warm. Yeah, yeah right. Was that. Wow. And um, Border said, are you going to go back out there or am I going to get a Queenslander to do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, a, it's a interesting. They've got some tributes on Foxtel at the moment and this got interviews with him with uh, yeah. Crash Craddock. And uh, yeah, he I mean, did, did a really good interview with... Um, Mark Howard on the Howie Games okay. too. It's definitely. Well, I, I actually too. enjoyed his commentary. I, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he wasn't analyzing the game. He's a bit like Shane. Well, wasn't scared to say anything. Either. Yeah, you know, yep. he'll have a. Yep. You know, he had an unusual thought process on how the game should be played as well. He didn't mind telling everybody, mm. and uh, that that's probably what let him innovate and be the leader in in that changing. Yeah, you know, one day cricket was played. Yeah. Back before he came along, two twenty was a good score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, he he, he played his last Test cricket game at thirty one. So thirty one nowadays is is not very old for no. a cricketer. I mean, no. you look at Mike Hussey; probably started his career <laughs> at thirty one. So, yeah. in other 
breaking but fabulous news. South defeated the Roosters, almost full-strength Roosters, 60, to 60 points, would you believe, Axel, to eight last night. I didn't watch it, but... Uh, oh, I wish was, I did How was it, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't... I yeah. thought I might have heard... I some. heard Foster Place was... Um, <laughs> lit up red last night. Mm, the kids might have learned a few new words. <laughs> the dog went flying <laughs> several times. So what does that do for about the, three empty that, cartons? What does it do for their finals chances, Kel? Um, I reckon they're shot. I, I, I just see it hard to come back from a from a confidence point of view. I mean, so much of the game is played above the shoulders, and I mean they get they may have lost friend um, to a depressed. And he's a pretty big loss for him, really, isn't he? Huge. Yeah, I mean, Robertson brought him back in for the grand final last year, so that says... They value him. Yeah. I mean, they've got Collins, um, Liu, Morris and Manu to come back in, who will be unscarred. (laughs) Mm. So um, they weren't missing... Who were they missing? Morris, Manu, Collins, Liu... um, Add to Radley and... Um, Beryls, Beryls. Yeah. but they've been out for a while. I was going to say, Sonny Bill's sort of your Radley replacement. Mm. Um, in saying that, if they get a major injury, say it was another Jake Friend type yeah. key role, you got the benches. Normally, you would have someone like Radley who could play eighty minutes if you had to. Yeah, oh yeah. You haven't got that with Sonny Bill. No, nah. yeah. With Sonny Bill, you're looking at um, ten to fifteen. Yeah, game break twenty maybe. Yeah. Mm. So that's a it's a big. Big risk to carry him over, say, say Mitchell Orbison. Up up until last night, it was looking fine. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> when you're rolling, looking, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah the, the, I'd, I'd say um, depends whether the Eels get up, but it'll be an interesting game next week against either Penrith or Melbourne. Um, to see what the mental mm, um, aptitude that, That'll probably... I think they'll be fired up. I think yeah. they'll be a different team next week. They need to win next week. To be a chance, I reckon. A bit of news floating around, guys, around Craig Bellamy, the Melbourne Storm coach. Uh, he's come out and responded to some rumours about him potentially moving to the Broncos. He's contracted uh, for 2021 as uh, head coach for another year, but then will retire. But retire as a head coach. He came out and said, he's 60 years of age, by the way, said, uh, so this is in response to the possibility of move to the Red Hill, Brisbane Broncos, as a coaching director role, in a coaching director role, uh, working with whoever leans the head coaching job, either Kevin Waddles or Paul Green. He said uh, via the Storm website, saying he had been in discussions about his future that are now on hold due to the upcoming finals campaign. I read something else, though, which said that he was open to a new career but not in head coaching. And Melbourne trying to do a coach swap for him, like they're doing with Addo Carr? Well, they get Seabolt. So he's he's finished at the storm at the end of this year. End of twenty twenty one. Ah, next year. Okay. What What's interesting though is um, Brisbane also trying to poach the storm CEO. Yeah. So it's almost like what is this spell like? Who else might be coming? I reckon Cameron Smith to the Broncos. Mm. What in in twenty twenty two? Next year, and I wouldn't be surprised. If Bellamy says I'm going early. Surely, to, surely to Melbourne, coach? Melbourne can't. Coach? No, be the director coach. Melbourne, They'll hire Melbourne, Kevin Melbourne. Walters or Paul Green. Melbourne can't let him do that. What's his space? 
Nah, you, you you might um you might let him out of his contract with um the Storm, but you wouldn't. It's never happened in rugby league before, has it? No. <laughs> Who's you the assistant coaches? At Imagine if they won. Would you still say that? If they won this Did year, Melbourne win this year. Yeah, I, I would because I think, I think so. what 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 does it say to your players if you can just walk out on contracts? <laughs> Players do it every day. That happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're talking about setting standards and cultures we talked about. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, I mean, the yes, respect that Fritz, Fitzgibbon's got because he's got a handshake deal with Nick and he's staying. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. Yeah, I'd be disappointed if it does, but I'll, I'll give you that. So, in other news, while we're talking about the Broncos, they won their first wooden spoon in 33 years. Good. Bulldogs <laughs> off the bottom. <laughs> Uh, thank goodness they're getting beaten 36-0 right now. Every team needs their turn on the bottom. In a netball. So the Queensland Firebirds have issued a, uh, a statement last night about their coach admitting that they misread community expectations by not playing Gemma Mimi. Now, Gemma Mimi uh, is the only Indigenous player playing in the Super League of netball. I can't remember what it's called, Super Netball, is it? Yeah. Um, she's the only... Indigenous player play, playing in that competition, and in the Indigenous round, they couldn't find time for to get her on the court. Interesting one, that one. It's a bit rough. It's silly, really. It's almost like you get her on there, even if it was for yeah. the last five minutes. Is that tokenism, though? Is that worse than not player? Oh, I, I don't think she's not up to the standard either. This is not a no. I look. I, I don't know, and I'm no. not. Um, I read yeah, someone said no. she's in the top three in her. Position in the league. Yeah, what, what, she should what, have been given a run. What, why is she not starting? I don't know the answer. Yeah, I don't know the answer. Yeah, but it's no. an interesting. Uh, it's 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 crazy. I mean, well, they come out and apologise, so that tells you something. It does, but should 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 a team have to be reading community expectations when they pick a team? No, but they should be conscious of them. I agree. Uh, are the Firebirds on the cusp of the finals? Yeah, or was it a tight? Lose, was it a tight game? Lose, I mean, lose, give it five minutes out. at the end. Were they winning or getting flogged yeah. by? And, and, and is it? You know, if if we lose, we're out of the finals. We win, we're in the finals. So we need to play our best team. There's, yeah, you can paint a few stories around. You need that. Axel to have a look online for us. Um, AFL uh, guys, AFL confirmed that a man is. This is after our discussions around umpires last week. I thought this was interesting, and AFL. Um, um, a man, a, spo- uh, sorry, a supporter of AFL uh, and a team in the AFL was charged over stalking an umpire during the week. He's been arrested and charged and, um, for tormenting uh, through a series of phone calls. He's from Frankston originally, or currently, and um, yeah, and is alleged uh, he got hold somehow of the umpire's mobile phone number and repeatedly left menacing voicemails. It'd be interesting to know how he got hold of those number, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's released from bail and he'll face court in May. If found guilty, he may face up to 10 years in prison. You know what brought this to a head? It was our podcast last week. <laughs> <laughs> That's what brought it to a head. Yeah. Yep. Police decided Bef- they had to act. Before that, that guy would have got away <laughs> yeah, with it. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> the league is listening to us, obviously. Um, interesting, uh, there's a new incoming president for the Bombers. We spoke about a little bit about them last week. Big club struggling to make finals. Been quite. I had a look at, um, I think it's 2004 since they finished um, 
you know, past the first round of finals. But in the since yeah, 2005, they've only made the finals like three years, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, they haven't won a finals game for yeah. a, so a ridiculous, a fantastic clubs, amount of time. It's incredible that they've kept their numbers, their membership numbers, with that, such a long drought. Um, but anyway, there's a new president coming in. His name is Paul Brasher, and he made some comments. Um, he believes that the supplement scandal is still um, haunting the the Bombers, so the players within the Bombers. And uh, he said the playing group's gone soft and, you know, they, they're feeling guilt relating to that in, uh, because of that incident. And oh, Sorry, the, the club is going soft on the players because they feel that some sort of guilt towards those players. How many of those players are left? That's yeah, it's be interesting. Uh, it's an interesting statement, so I think, coming in, coming First from an thing. incoming president. Is well, it to try and make an excuse about performance on the field? I, I reckon it is. Well, trying to say, well, you know, uh, yeah, this thing's still lingering on and that's why it's affecting the performance. I, I, reckon, I read it I as a shot over the bow of the players. I had the opportunity to have a discussion with a very, very good multiple premiership winning AFL player about this, the, the supplements. <laughs> no, You're going to give us names. We don't believe you. Um, What's was his first name? <laughs> no, no, no. He, um, and I, I said, oh, it was, um, uh, who was the guy who didn't take the, said he was scared of needles? Um, From Essendon? Yeah. Oh. All of them now. Name, name escapes me. Anyway, there was one of the guys who didn't, and he basically... He said he wasn't scared of needles. He knew he, he shouldn't knew be doing wrong. it. Yeah. Yeah. So what that sort of said to me was that um, he he um, believed that the players, certainly the senior players, maybe not the first year guys, but the senior players knew what was going on. Yeah, right. Wow. And knew that it was on the edge. On the edge. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Not and, cutting and edge. <laughs> and you, it would have had to have had doubts. Of, yeah. You know. Would have been a change to the normal anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like you wouldn't have been having needles in the past, I wouldn't have thought. So he, then all of a sudden... He had no Kedder. problem with Joe Watson losing the Brownlow. Yep. Yeah, right. So on, while we're on rumours, I heard a rumour during the week that a certain player playing for a uh, particular football team we might have mentioned in the last 20 minutes, uh, who had been off with a head... Injury in recent weeks may not have been off because of the head injury, but mainly something off-field discretion, and was stood down by the club. So he had a head knock. That's well, that's well, supposed they, head that, knock. Yes, he did uh, have that head knock, but they used that as a reason for him not the Australian being captain. Mm-hmm. And it was from a family member. So there you go. Anyway, basketball, more news. All I the that one hard to believe. Yeah, for all the purists out there, maybe that's got something to do with the result in South. But anyway, for the purists out there, uh, hoping that the Lakers might play the Boston Celtics in the final series of basketball, there's still a chance. The Lakers are in trouble. They are. They've got Denver down 3-1. They've come back from 3-1 They are twice in trouble because uh, they lost in, um, Anthony Davis. When he rolled his ankle last, last night. Game. Last game, oh, yeah. sorry, two days ago. Yeah. Um, Miami lost to Boston as well, so it's 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Three, two to Miami, though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So it, there's every chance still that Lakers might play the, uh, the Boston Celtics in what will be quite amazing to go back in time. Um, back to the Magic the Johnson, Larry, Larry Bird, Bird rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Which hasn't happened for a long, long time, no. these two teams. Right, so given that uh, the finals are around the corner, I thought that we'll just dedicate the rest. Of, oh, you've got a few more breaking news, Kel, before we get to the you, you always back, miss the important back news. Back on the jelly wrestling again. <laughs> What's happening no, in the jelly, jelly wrestling? There, there were, um, there well, were, let me give you an intro. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few interesting things that happened during the week. Um, Axel, tell me, there, there was a story of a punter. You tell me which punter you think this sounds like. So game three, me, I haven't had one. Game three, Lakers Nuggets. This guy has had $228,733 at $1.38 on the Lakers to make 86 grand. Denver lead by 10 at half time. He thought, oh God, I'll cash out. <laughs> so he's cashed out, collected 97, so he's down, what, you know, 130 yeah, odd there. Yeah. He's plonked it on Denver at minus nine and a half. Oh, no. <laughs> Denver lead by 20 <laughs> points in the fourth, fourth quarter. He's laughing. 1.6 seconds left, the Lakers sink a bucket and lose 114, 106. <laughs> <laughs> Which punter would do that? Not this one. Oh. Graham <laughs> Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Davis hit a three. Um, he's a six foot 11 centre. He had a fadeaway three coming off a screen, which we'd normally see the guards shoot these sort of shots. He came off that and hit a three with a guy right there with his hand right in his face, and he made it over that hand. Wow. Incredible it was. So, yeah, in other breaking news, the World Conquers Championship has been... Hang on, what's Conquers? What's conkers? Mm. Where you've got the nut on the, the string and you've got to flick it. And oh, yeah, and with a bat. The other. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh. You, you've got your, your nut on a string and so is the other guy and you've got to hit theirs and whoever's <laughs> conker, like... Oh, you don't mean they're nuts. <laughs> This is weird. Yeah, yeah. So, so actually, this probably leads into something that you may be interested <laughs> in in a second here. So I've never heard of this. So the World Conquers Championship has been cancelled. It's held every year on the second Sunday in October in Northamptonshire, but COVID's um, knocked it over. Reigning champion Jasmine Tetley will have to wait till next year to defend the title. I reckon, and this is something you'd be interested in, Cotto. It's quite possible by sound they, they should replace it with the ancient sport of ferret legging. <laughs> Where do you get this stuff? Ferret, <laughs> ferret it's not the Roosters website. Ferret sure. legging involves competitors tying their trousers at the ankles <laughs> and placing two ferrets inside before, so you fast, can before fastening their belt. <laughs> the competitors can't be drunk or drugged. And the, ferret, <laughs> the ferrets can't be sedated. Yeah. You're not allowed to wear underwear. <laughs> and the ferrets, the ferrets must have a full set of teeth that have not been filed. <laughs> At this point, I'd like to point out this didn't come from some porn website, did it, Carl? <laughs> no, but Cotto wants to know where the entry forms are. <laughs> I've, got, I've got entrance so lined up. <laughs> former, former world champion Reg Miller instituted the oh, practice. Reggie. Of wearing white pants so you could better see the blood from the bites. 
It was popular among Yorkshire coal miners in the 70s and had a resurgence but it, between 2003-2009 when a national event was held in Richmond, Virginia, which is the US, I presume. In 72, the world record was 40 seconds. 40 That's seconds. Ferret, two ferrets in your pants and no undies. <laughs> Are you going to go home tonight? Reg Mellor from Barnsley, we mentioned with the white pants, in eight, 1981, lasted five hours and 26 minutes. <laughs> Apparently the, wow. the crowd were there but left after four hours. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? The ferrets fell asleep, yeah. did they? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just latched on and stayed there. Uh, so, Kel, I just want to know, are you going to try and introduce that in Foster Place tonight? <laughs> <laughs> ferret hiding? <laughs> ferret hiding, ferret legging. Get it right. Legging. So, yeah, I reckon uh, they should be running that this year in these COVID times. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Is it, yeah, have you got... What else do you got? Uh, uh, got that's it. Do you, do you want the quiz Yeah, we've got time. Quick. All right. <laughs> quick one. Dad. Okay. Five most... Um, the players have played the most games in the ARL, NRL. Oh, you want us to name them? Yep. Terry Lamb is fourth with 350. Uh, oh, Cameron Smith's up yeah, there. Top with 427. And he took over. No. Oh, yeah. yeah he, 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 he beat someone's record recently. Um, who, was, um, who was the ex South coach? Feebold. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on. It's been back. a few. Back, back, back. Clive Churchill. No. No, uh, you wouldn't have played that many games. No, nah, this guy's a... Jason Taylor, who uh, I was thinking of. Broncos. Uh, he played quite a few games. Broncos director. It's oh, a current... Lockyer. 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 He beat yep. his record, that's right. Yep. Darren Lockyer. So that's three, isn't it? Yep. Uh, tell us the other two clubs. The Roosters and a couple of games for Melbourne before that. Um, and Manly. So that's the other players from Manly? Yep, one player's from Manly. Cliff Lyons. No. No? Forward. He, this bloke loves Steve Menzies. Oh, yeah, Steve Menzies, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one's from the Roosters, but you, he played a couple of games at, at Melbourne. Didn't, didn't the halfback play? Oh, Cronk. Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right, another quick one. Nicknames. Both AFL and NRL. You tell me who they are. Source. Source is the red-headed ruckman. Mm. Um I did play for Carlton. Played then played for Adelaide and now plays for oh, the Giants. Oh, he's Carlton. Yeah, yep. What's his name? Big Sammy Jacobs. Sam Jacobs. Lethal. He's just retired, I think, too. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Lethal. Uh, Matthews. Yep. Yeah. Crackers. Crackers. Keenan. Yeah, he'd, he'd be good for the ferret legging. <laughs> 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 the flying doormat. I've flying doormat was Bruce Dool. It was. Duck. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Carey. Carey. One of the all-time greats called mm. a duck. Bar. It's Terry Lamb. Terry Lamb. Yeah. What's Bar Bar? Chariots. Is uh, Martin O'Fire. Well done. Be the famous sprinter. Steve Menzies. Menzies. Yeah. Puff. Uh, he's an older-time player mm-hmm. for the Dragons. The Dragons, I was going to say the Dragons. And, it is, and um, 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 it's not Raper. No. It's the other one. The um, other immortal. Yes. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Come on, tell us now. I forget. Puff the Magic Dragon. Reggie Gasney. Yeah, yeah that's right. 
Piggy was Mark Rodell. Well done. You did well with those. Here's a, <coughs> a few out, out there ones. Spitter. Spitter, no. Andrew Swallow. Think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to do uh, that. Yeah. Clever. But, uh, brackets. This one was interesting. Carlton player. Brackets. Mm. Brackets. No. Where's number 11? Current player. Current player mm. number 11. They reckon because he's a big boy that the, the ones on the 11s look like brackets. Mitch McGovern. Oh, okay. And this one, Kogan. Someone that likes shopping. Yeah, it's going to be something. My, Michael Riscatelli. Riscatelli. Yeah. Risk a telly. Yeah. Risky telly. Yeah. Waltzing. Someone dance. This is NRL now. Mm. I love this one. I reckon this one was clever. Mm. It was Matt Hilda. Oh, yeah, Matilda. Matilda. Ferris. Jamie Bura. Oh, yeah. Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And uh, this is a famous old one. What's a packer? Oh, what's a packer worth, isn't it? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is it? Phil, Phil Sigsworth. Yeah, that's it. Phil <laughs> Sigsworth. That what's was a, a packer, great one, actually. What's a packer Sigsworth? Yeah. Phil Sigsworth. Mm. True story. I met Matt Hill's parents. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. He was a good player. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Good, uh, good consistent first grader. Yeah, yeah. Trinala at one yeah. stage. Penrith, maybe originally. Who's it? Newcastle? Sure. He's a Newcastle person, but I think he played Penrith originally. Yeah, I thought he was. He might have done it nice, did he? Um, yeah, anyway. All right, so on to our main topic, guys, I thought we'll do everything about finals. We'll start with the AFL. So we've had a bizarre season uh, where we began with no crowds in Victoria, quarters shortened to 16 minutes. Round two postponed for over two months, with an entire fixture re um, with yeah with an entire fixture rearrangement. Teams travelling and staying in hubs. Crowds of very small numbers. No games at all in Victoria after round five. And after all that, we arrive at the conclusion of the home and away season. Do you know meaning it's finals time? The strangest thing about this season. What's that? The Hawks aren't in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit strange to the they norm. Make it, they didn't make it last year, really, nah. did they? No, yeah, they're on a roll. I think we might be. They're consistent. Um, the finals are set to get a boost in crowds and colour as the COVID ninety or well, COVID situation improves across the nation. And I think, um, yeah, I know in the NRL they've just got approval in New South Wales to increase to fifty percent, so they'll have forty thousand at their potentially forty thousand their finals games. I think it's similar in in Queensland. Well, they they ran a trial last week Who's in Queensland mm. where they. Sat a heap of people in close proximity in one bay okay. with masks and everything, I think. Oh, but, um, to, yeah, to test. Yeah, that's a good idea. How, how it come out. So in the in one of the big showdowns, Port Adelaide played Geelong at Adelaide Oval. Um, Port had been on top for most of the year, or, or most of this year, um, and have a 14-3 and three record. The Cats have also been consistent, and they enter the top four with 12-5 and five record. They met earlier this year at Metricon and the Cats comfortably took care of power of a 10-goal victory. Tom Hawkins was star, kicking six. 
He's also earned himself the Coleman medal this year with a 42 goal effort. Very low goals, eh? Yeah, well, you got 16 out of quarters and <clears throat> that, that's changed the fabric of the game, I reckon. But it's been a long time since some, someone's kicked 100. Yeah, it's true. Buddy, 2008, would yeah, we? Yeah, it's been time. a while, yeah. So Port um, will have home ground advantage, they'll have the crowd behind them, obviously, and they'll need to stop Hawkins, Dangerfield and Selwood. Um, uh, Westerhoff has announced he will retire at the end of this season. So who do you, who do you guys think will win? Oh, yeah, Dangerfield and Ablett may have their la- final shot or getting close to it at a premiership. Well, I'd agree with that. I think it's their last tilt at the flag. Dang, for, Dangerfield. But, oh, sorry, go on. I don't. I don't think that they're... I mean, Danger, Dangerfield won't retire. Ablett will definitely retire. But I think the, the best has passed some of their keys. And that, mm, that's Taylor probably... Taylor and guys like that. Yep. Yeah. So how is, long um, they hang in there? Dangerfield playing on the half-forward flank this week? Don't know. That's yeah. where they picked him in the All-Australian team, wasn't it? Yeah, Did they? really. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so wow. that's another story. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'd reckon Gary Ablett Jr.'s... He's done after this. He, he, he is done. Has he come out and said he's done? No. no. He, not that he's I'm close to it, isn't he? Oh, he'd have to be. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still playing all right. He played well last week, yeah. He so he's, he's still he playing. Has, but the thing, he never plays a whole year. He usually has six weeks off, then comes back, well, yeah, plays yeah. well for a few, and then he, he's off again. Yeah, the family problems that led him mm. back to Victoria. And he's only, it was his first game back last week, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. So who wins? What's the crowd? How, how big a crowd can they have in Adelaide? Did you say before? I, I don't no, know. I said Adelaide. Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about Adelaide, but I think they'll they've had Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, reasonable I'm sure crowd, they had thirty thousand at yeah. least. Yeah. So a yeah, reduced reduced crowd. I think the the cats are a better side. I think they've got the firepower to match Geelong and take. Um, yeah, they've got a really good backline, mm. Geelong, and I think they can shut. Um, Charlie down Charlie Dixon Who's yep. pretty key mm. For them And that's what they did In the last yeah. in that game That I just mentioned They've got They've got the big Big back line That can Can that's counteract it. him yeah. I think so And Hawkins is He's in Career best form really So I'd probably go the Cats Even right. though so it's in Adelaide Yep Kel Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm on the Cats I, I, I think they're Got to be One of the Favourites for the flag Alright I'll go against the ground And go Port Adelaide I thought you'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be a close game. It'll be a good game. And then we've got uh, Brisbane versus Richmond at the Gabba. So it's a repeat of last year's qualifier, qualifying final. And, um, yeah, so they finished second and third on the ladder, as they did in 2019. Who's your pick here? Oh, I think the smart money's on the Tigers. Um, I think they've got too much firepower for the Lions, although they'll... The Lions have had a really good year, and they'll be they'll be hard to beat at home, um, particularly with a crowd. But I think Richmond's just got that extra edge, that extra hardness. So one of the advantages Brisbane have, they've hundred percent winning record at the Gabba this year, and um, it's nine wins for nine nine attempts, and uh, I'm pretty sure they've beaten Richmond up there as well. So. Yeah, this is finals time, though. Yeah, Richmond have got some plenty of experience. Yeah, yeah, experience in the big games. Yeah, <coughs> Brisbane do too. They learned it last week, last year, I should yeah. say. It'd be nice to see the Lions win. To be honest, I think it'd be 
good for the competition for them to knock Richmond off. But I just as a side note, I heard that um, Danaher is talking to them as well. Yeah, apparently so. But everyone's talking to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the sooner for Essendon he, that he mm. makes that decision, then I think they can move on from it. Because it's lingered for too long. Him go. I was going to say, yeah. would you take him? No. I mean, Carlton, they're a team that he'd probably fit into nicely. Um Oh, sort of got key forwards. I think if they get Charlie Kernow back, um, oh, yeah, they've actually true. got probably too many big forwards. They actually need some midfielders. I I just Danaher's injury record would yeah, scare me off big not, time. Not great. He doesn't stand very loyal, does he? It's interesting because Dano is such a big yeah, Essendon name. Yeah. It's like Sylvania Carlton, or yeah. you know, and out this way too. Yeah, well, they're yeah. from Hungary originally, yeah. so yeah. far away. So St Kilda versus the Bulldogs, Western Bulldogs, has played at the Gabba. Um, this is the first time in nine years St Kilda have made it to the final. Um, they finished sixth and they'll take on seventh place Western Bulldogs on Saturday afternoon. And this is the elimination final, so whoever loses is out. The money's with the doggies, with the bookies. I reckon this will be a cracker of a game. The, who won earlier in the year against these two sides? Yeah, I was trying. I haven't got that here, mate. Yeah. Sure. I think St Kilda. St Kilda have probably got a. Uh, they've been more consistent this year. Mm. Um, I think they've got good firepower up forward. Yeah, I'd probably go St Kilda to be honest. It'd be good for them. Be everyone sort of likes that underdog tag of theirs. Uh, someone said to me though that this the Western Bulldogs team. This is a similar sort of position and um, momentum that they've got when they won it last time. The Bulldogs? Mm. Yeah, I think a, a, oh, lot, a lot of things lined up for them that year, yeah. 2016. Interesting though, if it happened, wouldn't it? I don't know whether they've got the firepower to take it with the best sides. Yeah. I don't believe. No. I don't. Not enough. Yeah, I mean, Bontempelli's a star and so Caleb Daniels a good So the finals will be 16-minute quarters, will it? Same, I assume it's the same yeah, format. I yeah. haven't seen anything different. Uh, and then the other elimination game, I guess, is West Coast versus Collingwood over at Optus Stadium in WA. Um, yeah, this is a, the Eagles have been in hot form late lately, winning nine of their last eighteen, uh, eleven, sorry, and um, they finished in fifth spot. They've won all their games over at Optus. Most teams travelling over there, you know, have to. Quarantine after they get there, there's a short turnaround. It's pretty tough to get a West Coast at the best of time, but this year's been even harder, I think. What do you guys reckon? Uh, that that would be a massive win if Collingwood could knock off the Eagles over in Perth. I don't see it happening. No, still side with, bottom. with side bottom yeah. out there. It's it not tough. beyond the realms of possibility, but you can't see the West Coast getting Elliot Yo's out. Um, but, I mean, Collingwood have got. Some players, mm, yeah, um, yeah, there's no doubt about it. If they click on their day, they can beat them, but if they don't, they won't win. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah. think Pendlebury, Eagles, more to go. They've got some guns, yeah. but um, they'll need to hijack the Eagles to Pendlebury. How, how old's Pendlebury? I think he's 32 or 33. Is he? Yeah, okay, yeah. he's probably got his career, in yeah, he? he's probably got another year in. I'm mean, still playing good football. Mm. He's in the all Australian squad, yeah, he got named yeah. captain. Best captain in the AFL by the yeah. Players Association. Yeah. Yeah, so. he's, he's very likeable. Former basketballer too, just pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on. So that's the AFL. We'll see how they go. We'll revisit that next week. And we'll just keep uh, analysing each week as we go.
Um, NRL, uh, we just announced, as I just said earlier, we'll have 40,000 at ANZ Stadium for some games, and in Brisbane about 30 or 40 as well. Um, so first up, we don't really know exactly just yet. Oh, I've got Penrith. Could play Penrith. That's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's only one set game in the NRL. That's CS versus Newcastle. Yes. Yeah. So at, let's um, start with that one. ANZ Stadium. So it's, it changed overnight. So South now playing Newcastle, Newcastle at ANZ. Yep. So who's your tip there? Oh, it's South got, got after the winning sixty to eight yeah, last and, night. Yeah. Um, Knights have been poor for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Who'd the, who'd the Knights go down to? Um, Gold Coast. They did, and not just go down. It wasn't quite the five in a row the for the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah First time in their history. Playing really well. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, which history? <laughs> the Giants, the, <laughs> the Titans, the so Seagulls. If the results go the likely way, Eels will finish uh, where they enforce. I know. Eels beat Tigers. They'll play Melbourne in at Lang Park, and the Roosters will play Penrith at Penrith Park. That's right. No, no, it won't be Penrith Park. It'll be Bank West. No, no, Penrith. If they, it's at Penrith Stadium. Yep. They haven't played a game there all year. Apparently, they? They, they're going to this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was on the NRL website. Okay. So I don't know. So assuming they play, they'll, let's just say I, I think they'll play Penrith. Will play Parramatta. You think the Tigers will do the Eels? Yeah, an upset. I do, I do too. I reckon that's um, if you're going to have a Bet on a roughie. That's the one for the week. Yeah. And then Storm will play then for the Roosters. At Lang Park. At Suncorp. Mm. Yeah. Now called Suncorp. Cool. The old Lang Park. Uh, you, you're taking <laughs> back, back pocket endorsements, are you? Suncorp, <laughs> Suncorp are paying I you wish. off. And Raiders play, uh, the, then we'll play the Sharks at, I believe, at Canberra. It will be. Possibly at night, too, I think. Um, so, right, so let's go. First game, let's assume it's going to be the Parramatta Eels versus Penrith. Who's your tip? Oh. How to go against Penrith? Yep, yeah. Penrith. So they're, they're on, on they're, they're on a what? How are they up to now? Sixteen games in a row. Yeah, well, interesting. That. Yeah, well, yeah, they've won eighteen won out of eighteen 19. wins and one draw. Yeah, one loss for the year. So they've finished now. They obviously just beat Bulldogs. So, yeah, they've won 18 of 20 games. That's pretty impressive in yeah. any day. Yep. Uh, so Storm will play the Roosters. After the Roosters got flogged last night, it would be easy to write them off. I wouldn't just yet. Uh, but up there at Suncorp, I'm on the Storm. Yeah. Tough game against the Storm. Yeah, and Storm, they 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 test you physically. Yeah. <laughs> they are strong. So not only did the Roosters play and get flogged last night, but all the Storm players rested. Mm. Yeah, because yep. they weren't. Yeah, so. They, well, all their players have been rested. We'll see how they go coming off the bye. Sweating <laughs> already across the table. No. Yeah, he's written them off. <coughs> Raiders versus Sharks. We need to win that one. In Canberra? We need to win that. So Raiders would be so Sharks, p- wouldn't they? Oh. Canberra. Potentially that's two weeks in a row because they play each other this week. Or well, tonight. Yep. And they'll yeah. potentially play each other next that's week. True. Raiders are resting players. Nine. Nine players, players yeah. and then they get a home game next, potentially a home game next week. It's the same in Canberra. Yeah, you'd have to go Canberra. Oh, Canberra. Yeah. So and then, uh, and we already mentioned South after lapping the Roosters should beat the Knights. They could beat the Knights by seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the Roosters beat the, the Roosters at half strength. 
pretty sounds, easily for Newcastle. This but sounds really, really strange, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's an upset in that game. The Knights. Mm. Well, they're both it. pretty inconsistent, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't surprise me. But I don't think I'd either of those teams. I don't think Newcastle can win the comp, and I don't think South can win the comp either. If they play like they did last night? No. It was pretty okay. average team they were playing against. It was, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're up to our weekly wager, guys. Axel, how did we go last week? Uh, Kel got up. so And it must be Axel, so I'm feeling more confident. By the, by the second, I'm feeling a bit relieved it's not me. <laughs> so <laughs> Axel and I. <laughs> so better the week this week. Um, I'm actually going to put it on on Souths to beat Newcastle next. No, you can't. Saturday. It's got to be this week, mate. So that, that, that that that's good odds. I oh, know you can. Yeah. I can, can I? Yeah, it's next week. It's right. next week. When is it? Uh, Seven fifty <laughs> next Saturday. We might not know before the podcast. We'll have um. We won't know before the podcast, but anyway, we'll have uh, to present two results the following week and hopefully two wins, although it is got us uh, next week. So. <laughs> oh, this is I'm actually just, a good idea because you, you can temper it with a win to Axel. Because I'm thinking if you, um, you know, because you've won a couple in a row, guys, that uh, it means there's a bigger kitty. No, yeah, you're, you're not still. doing it, Connor. <laughs> So just confirming, South over Newcastle. South over Newcastle at dollar thirty-five. We've we've got ourselves back up to half what we started. With. <laughs> Is that <laughs> right? Where's it, where's it tell us how much we got? Uh, one hundred and forty-eight dollars. No. Well, we started with one hundred and fifty. We're on a we're on a roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. Apart from the other hundred and fifty, we put in fifty that's uh, <laughs> gone missing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, guys, that was uh, another good show. Wraps up the finals weekend. Anything you want to, any last parting words of wisdom? I want to see some footage of this. What, what's it called? <laughs> ferret legging. Ferret legging. I'll do it. I'll get some so Cotto can put it. Actually, I'll get some footage of Cotto ferret legging <laughs> for the Facebook page. I don't think you will. <laughs> I reckon that sounds like something you guys might do on a Friday night in your youth. <laughs> Probably not so much anymore. All right, guys. Thanks again. No worries. See you next thanks, week. guys. Thanks for listening to Three Grams and a Mike podcast. Don't forget to connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.